we're at the crescendo of, of Wall Street bets, and I quickly push out a somewhat breaking of the fourth wall style tweet that simply says, can't wait to explain this week to my therapist, um, which is something that I was feeling personally at that time. Like I was like, this is, this is crazy. She, Dr. Todd will never understand what's going on. It's gonna take me two sessions to get through this, um, but also represented, I think, what our company users and also just bystanders were, were feeling. You know, Daniel, According to SEMrush, uh, Reddit is actually the ninth most visited website in the world and the sixth most visited website in the U.S. And this is according to March 2022 data. So really, really recent. So, you know, with those stats, you wouldn't really think that they have uh, a huge need to go out to other social platforms and be super social and put together amazing content and have this really robust social media strategy. But um, as we talked to Allison Day today, uh, manager of social media for Reddit, they are doing just that. And in my opinion, as everybody else will hear too, they're really setting the standard for how social media platforms do social uh, just in general, and then also on other social platforms too. It's really amazing, our conversations today. Yeah, I mean, it really is kind of a, a masterclass in class. They Just the approach they take is so it's so them. And I think, you know, every brand, every social pro at a brand should, should listen to this and take copious notes. I did. Uh, and I, I, it's just amazing to see how they've adapted their voice to, to the different platforms. Yeah, it is. As we talked about today, the Reddit social channels are so Reddit. Um, and I think everybody, when you go follow them, uh, go to Twitter, go to Facebook, uh, go to TikTok, go to Instagram and follow at Reddit on every single one of them, even LinkedIn. Um, and of course, go to Reddit and sign up to become a Redditor because it's really fun. Um, as you all know, um, everybody, Daniel, Eric, and I are all Redditors. We love the platform. Um, go check out what they're doing because it really, really is truly amazing. And Allison is going to take a deep dive into their approach today, content creation, how they approach channels, how they listen to their audiences, really, really fascinating stuff. But of course, before we get into the show today, we highly recommend that everybody also go check out our amazing show sponsor, ICUC. ICUC are experts in online and social media community management, and they're here to remind the world that there are real humans behind brands. ICUC creates the space where tech meets human power by moderating, listening, and holding real conversations with customers on behalf of enterprise brands at a global scale. ICUC provides strategic support and fills customer care gaps as an extension of your team 24-7, 365 days a year in any language and on every social channel. Head to icuc.social to schedule a consultation, talk strategy, and see how they can support you. That's icuc.social. And also, uh, social board listeners, we know how precious time is, especially in a landscape where things are changing every single day and you have to keep up on the latest trends. We know this really well, which is why our team at Convince and Convert developed a free social media bundle that will help you execute an A-class social audit. This bundle is really fantastic. It includes tons of free stuff like a social media evaluation checklist, uh, an ebook all about all of the social media metrics that really matter, a content calendar template, and of course, a social media policy template, all things that will make your life so much easier. Um, you can download that free bundle today at bit.ly slash social audit bundle. That's bit.ly forward slash social audit bundle. 
all lowercase. So go check those out and also go check out all of the amazing things uh, that Allison Day and her team at Reddit are doing on all of the social channels. And let's take a dive into hearing about how she does it all. As you know very well, Social Pros listeners, the bulk of our conversations are typically spent talking to brands about their efforts on various social platforms, but we're going to turn the tables today on our conversation by talking to a social platform about how they do their social media on other social platforms. And to do that today, we are talking with Allison Day, Manager of Social Media for Reddit. Allison, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, thank you for having me as a... um social pros podcast listener. This is super exciting. So very, very excited to be here on this Friday. And as a social pros podcast listener, you also revealed to us right before we were recording that this is your first podcast interview. It is. I am a huge podcast junkie. I listen to them truly around the clock. Um, and I've, I've never been on one. So I'm a, a first time Long-time listener, first-time caller, maybe, um, if that metaphor works here. Yes, absolutely. Well, it is so good to have you here, and we are so happy that we are uh, your first podcast interview. So welcome to the show. Um, so, Allison, you know, one of the funny things is you uh, are, of course, as we already mentioned, uh, social media manager at Reddit. But the vast majority of your day is actually doing social on behalf of Reddit on other social channels. And I don't know why, like it had never clicked with me before that this is like, I, I, I just, I guess because we talk to so many brands and my background is on the brand side. It just like when, when we got you on the show, the light bulb went up, like, like, of course this would be a position that would need to be filled and there. Of course, this is a vast, like an incredibly important role. So I'm just wondering, do you get that reaction a lot when you tell people you work at Reddit? They're like, wait, no, you, so you, you do social media on other social networks. Yes, it is. I, it's a, it's a very meta position to have. And I do get that response typically when I tell people what I do for work, it takes a little bit of explaining or unbundling of like, okay, so what platforms are you on? Are you on Reddit? It's like, well, yeah, but also I'm on you know, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all these other platforms. So yeah, I, I feel like, um, you know, as a social media professional, getting to work for a social media brand is, is I, I feel re really lucky, um, you know, to be immersed in online communities, social related discussions all the time from every aspect of our business is is very exciting as a social media nerd because it's, it's the, you know, the things that I care about in my day to day are also just the things that Reddit cares about as a business. And so it feels very serendipitous to have a role where you sort of get to do even more of that here. It's yeah, it's so cool. And, and we are going to dive into all of the really cool things that you and the team are doing on behalf of Reddit on other channels. But first, I would love if you wouldn't mind just take us, um, let's start at the top. So when you are uh, planning social efforts and social strategy on behalf of Reddit. What are some of your goals with other channels? What are some of your, at the end of the day, what are you hoping to accomplish uh, by engaging on other social channels? Yes. So for us, it's definitely a mix of quantitative and qualitative um, indicators when it comes to measuring success in our program. Our, our primary KPI is really around awareness. We measure followers, reach, and engagement, um, but we also balance these aggressive goals with things like look, feel, and of course, strategy. 
uh, at the end of the day, our program is really focused on showing people the many sides, quirks, and corners of Reddit so that they can find their community here. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really just trying to show people a little slice of Reddit so that they might see themselves in it and then come join us on, on our platform and find their online community that they may not have in their real life. I love that you just described Reddit's quirks and its unique personality, because when I went to go look at um, every single one of the channels that you're on at every single profile, it felt so Reddit to me. And um, especially coming from a very traditional branding background, like it just, it really made me happy. Like the things that I see across all the channels that you and the team are doing are so very Reddit. And I don't know how to describe it other than like, it is so very Reddit. Like I think any other Redditor would totally understand what I'm talking about, but I would love if you could talk through your approach in bringing Reddit to life on other channels, because Reddit is such a unique platform and it is such a unique space and Redditors are definitely more unique than some of the other social media users on other platforms. So how do you actually take Reddit's personality and bring it to life elsewhere? Yeah, it's a great question. I feel like because I get to work for Reddit, you know, I have this huge blessing of having so much content to work with. There's never a shortage of something to talk about or amplify or promote, but also sometimes it can feel a little bit like boiling the ocean. There is, there's so much happening on Reddit and we want to do all of these communities justice. We want to showcase all of them because they're, they're all incredible in their own right. So for me, it's really about trying to figure out where that overlap is in the Venn diagram. Where's the overlap on Twitter and Reddit? And what can we do on Twitter to bring some of those users over to our platform? And so each channel has its own strategy and own sort of niche in terms of what performs well there and what people are interested in. So for example, um, on Instagram, we do a lot of long form text-based content, which is kind of Reddit's bread and butter in a lot of ways. It's when you think of Reddit, a lot of people think of Ask Reddit, Am I the Asshole, Confessions, TIFU, those really juicy, you know, storytelling-based communities. And that type of content does great for us on Instagram. People love to flip through slides. We package it in different ways. You know, it's it's something that is easily digestible, but also shareable. Um, but that type of content doesn't do super well for us on Twitter. Um, so it's all about just kind of finding what is going to to have that stickiness on other platforms. And it's not going to be everything on Reddit is is not going to be, um, you know, relevant on every single platform that we're on. So we're always just trying to figure out what that right formula is, and it's it's constantly changing. So I have a follow-up question here. I, I'm just really super fascinated, as Anna was saying. I think it's it's reasonable to be fascinated by how Reddit does social not on Reddit. I think, you know, a lot of brands struggle with who who they're sort of the the sort of serving the community in the place they are in the way that community expects to be to be seen and 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 heard. Uh, I'm curious how how do you think about it, Reddit? You know, on an Instagram or uh, one of your other channels, how do you think about the community there? Is it people who just don't get enough of Reddit on Reddit and they're, you know, they're on, they happen to be on their Instagram feed? Uh, is it a different kind of, uh, of, of community in each of your different channels? Yeah, there definitely is. I would say on Twitter, my understanding as someone who's just spent a lot of time with our followers and there's a million of them, so it changes constantly, but most of them are, are Reddit users. They, they know Reddit, they understand it, they have their communities there already. They're following us because they just want more of that content or discussion. Um, 
on Instagram, we think a lot of people aren't really seeing Reddit in their day-to-day in terms of using the app or going on desktop. So they really are interacting with Reddit content primarily on Instagram itself. And they're seeking out our account or other accounts that really focus on highlighting Reddit content. Um, and so it really just depends on the platform. Um, I definitely think Twitter is probably the, the strongest overlap in terms of Reddit users and our Twitter followers. Um, and we recently launched TikTok, which has sort of been interesting because there is a ton of Reddit content on TikTok, um, billions and billions and billions of views on Reddit content. And so we finally joined the, earlier this month. And um, a lot of people are only on TikTok are really seeing Reddit content for the first time there. They've never been on Reddit. They've never come across a post, but they know Reddit because they follow these accounts that share videos that are essentially reformatting threads from various communities into, you know, short video series. And so um, I think it just, Reddit's sort of brand awareness is slowly creeping into other platforms as these really aggregator accounts are sort of sharing our content with, with their followers in a different way than we are on our own platform. And is the goal there, is it eventually to get people back over to Reddit or is it just to kind of let that community live and thrive and, and be what it will be? Or do you kind of have a, like a sub a sub goal, a sub metric of, yeah, hey, let's try to get some of these non-Reddit users over to Reddit and, you know, part of our community here? Yeah. So for us, conversion is definitely a secondary KPI. We do measure clicks to the app, opens installs, reinstalls, the people who've had the app or they've downloaded it and they're back again. So we do measure all of that. But for us, the reason it's secondary is that sometimes people have to to see content a few times to gain that familiarity and for it to feel relevant to them. So if they're seeing our content three or four times and the fifth time they see it again and they don't go to it right away, but maybe later on they're talking to a friend and they use Reddit and they decide, oh, I kind of get what this is now. I'm going to download the app later we're not necessarily getting that attribution. So it's this sort of trickle down, I would say halo effect of just getting our brand in front of people and making Reddit something that feels understandable and useful for them. Um, so it's it's a lot of that just awareness at play for us. I also um, love how you mentioned that so much, so many people are already being exposed to Reddit. They just don't know it. And what's funny is, I think if you're not a Redditor, you don't realize how much Reddit you actually encounter in like the wild. Like any like Yahoo news article is guaranteed to be like, you know, an am I the asshole recap and like a digest, you know, like it's just like you don't realize how much content is out there. So love that you jumped in knowing that and keeping that in mind. And I, I would love to continue on actually with your launch of TikTok because you actually launched with a lot of um, really great videos from the Place subreddit, which are super engaging and really, really fun. For those who aren't familiar with the subreddit Place and, and what you were kind of bringing to life on TikTok, can you give everybody a little bit of an overview? Yeah. So Place um, is one of Reddit's most well-known April Fool's Day experiments or activation. So every year, Reddit, we do something around April Fool's Day. And usually they're they're less pranky and more um, experimental programs that our users can participate in. And they they tend to be very collaborative. Um, So our our most well-known one to date is in 2017 with the original r slash place. And it was actually um, a brainchild of Josh Wordle, who went on to create Wordle, if you're familiar with the game. Um, So he's you know, a genius in his own right, for sure. And he was sort of 
the person that shepherded this to Reddit. And uh, the original place was a huge hit. It was predates my time at Reddit. So when I joined in 2019, there was still sort of this ongoing chatter around place and how awesome it was. Um, and so for our 2022 April Fool's Day experiment, we decided to bring place back. And, you know, we definitely expected a certain level of fanfare. I think we, we kind of knew places heart, you know, places, place in people's heart. Um, but I don't know that we really expected the level of excitement that it received. Um, and so essentially how place works is you can, we have a blank canvas and every person can drop a pixel, I think every five to 10 minutes. So you have a limited amount of time and pixels you can place. And the idea is that users will rally together and create different, um, art or logos or whatever you want to do on the, on the canvas together. So it's all about sort of that teamwork. And I think it's a really beautiful example of the positive that can come out of the internet, which is people from all over the world, connecting, messaging, working together to create something. And, um, you know, the sort of, the sort of final result is this canvas that acts as sort of a, you know, a snapshot of internet culture at that time. So if you look at our 2022 final canvas, there's among us, there's uh, Twitch streamers, there's all of these sort of figures in pop culture that were not around in 2017. So it looks entirely different than what was created five years prior. Um, so on TikTok, you know, we've been very hard at work sort of figuring out what content we want to create. Um, I knew I wanted to do something around place because, you know, it's still, feel, it's still fairly fresh in people's mind and we didn't want to lose too much of that steam. So we threw up a, a time lapse of the place canvas being created and it took off. I mean, I think it had like half a million views within a day and a bunch of people in the comments just hammering for more place content. Everyone had a flag they wanted to see, a logo, a corner of the canvas they contributed to. And so we've really just been giving the people what they want and sort of pumping out these B-side cuts of place, if you will, of different little nooks and crannies that maybe people haven't seen before. And so it's been really cool to see place have a second life on our TikTok, um, and it's just really a testament to how how much people love it, and really just how powerful of an activation it it, it has been. Yeah, that was actually my. Think, oh, sorry, Anna. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Daniel. I know. I was just gonna. I was gonna say uh, I've become a fan of of it, and and in fact, TikTok was the first place I saw it. So you you reached me there uh, before Perfect. I knew about it on on actual Reddit. Um, I'm gonna put that in our June report. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wins. Daniel Levin. Um, I also think now is a great time to remind everybody that um, you should absolutely go follow Reddit on every single social channel. Um, and it is, I think, Allison, correct me if I'm wrong, but it is at Reddit on every single social channel. Like you managed to get that handle on every channel. Yes, we have had, luckily, we've, we've been on a lot of these platforms for quite a while. So um, we've had them when I joined the company. So I didn't have to do too much work to, to acquire them. But yes, we are just at Reddit on every handle. Super easy. Yeah, it's seriously, y'all, you got to go check it out because Reddit, Allison, how many people are on your team? So we have two full-time employees, um, myself and then Tom Fusco, and then we have a couple of part-time contractors who support uh, our Reddit for Business social program, as well as some of our video efforts on Facebook and YouTube. So, okay. So literally with like a handful of people on your team, so let's call it like three and some like 
contractors or some ad hoc um, support. Social pros listeners, the work that Allison and her team are doing is is really amazing. How customized it is per channel, how engaging it is, the way that they're able to take Reddit and bring it to life on other channels. Seriously, go follow every single one of them now. It's a great, great way to get inspiration and just see the cool stuff. And also the content is massively entertaining too. So everybody go follow right now um, because it'll just make even the place conversation um, so much, give it so much more context um, and fun. But yeah, it's it's great. Um, as you as you can already tell, Allison, I'm a big big fan of what you're doing. Um, the other thing I want to talk about. So, in addition to TikTok, you are currently growing your LinkedIn presence. So, talk through. Obviously, you're probably not doing um, that amazing TikTok of the bumblebee, uh, the malicious bumblebee. I don't even know what the official name for that TikTok is, but it makes me laugh every single time where it's like a malicious bumblebee. But you're probably not doing that on LinkedIn. So, what is your approach to LinkedIn? Because I know you're growing your presence there right now. Yeah. So, LinkedIn, I would say, has a very tender spot in my heart in our social program. When I joined Reddit, I think we had 20-ish thousand followers. We were very small compared to a lot of our peers. And I think our, our, our LinkedIn strategy was very similar to everyone else. It was just you know sharing company updates, blog posts. It was very dry and corporate. And I saw a lot of opportunity to infuse Reddit's absurdly self-aware brand identity with what you would typically find on LinkedIn. And so We've really made it our own. We've taken a lot of calculated risks. I think we, we try to have a lot of fun with it, which is it seems to us like table stakes. I think every social platform should be fun. If we're not having fun, then what are we doing here? And I think the same goes for LinkedIn. It can It's professional, but it can still be fun and you can still have a good time when you're scrolling on it. So, um, you know, we've, I would say an area that we've invested a lot is around community engagement. So we will like seek out mentions of Reddit or just general social media industry chatter, and we'll partake in some very lighthearted trolling, which people love. So we've had a lot of virality on the platform purely just through commenting on other people's content. Um, and people see us, they immediately follow. Um, and it, it's just been this nice driver of growth where it's sort of a, a behind the scenes driver. You know, if you looked at our profile, you would see a little bit of that personality and fun, but really when you follow us is when you start to sort of see all of the commentary and conversation that we're having with, with users. So I want to take a peek at, at our Reddit social strategy here, because I, this is something that actually, frankly, a lot of social pros listeners probably can relate to and struggle with, which is just keeping current with what's happening in the different social channels and trying to you know, help their their effort feel like it fits in that community. With, I'm curious for you. You have such a small team, uh, and such a like vast treasure trove of content that you could pull from. How do you, like, how do you, Allison, stay up to date on what's happening on on Instagram? Like, how do you trend spot when you're immersed in you know a platform that, frankly, is the hub of a lot of the trends that are happening. Yeah, it's a, a never-ending job. Um, definitely a part of our team's role is to keep up with the latest trends across yeah, all platforms. And as you mentioned, Reddit is often the, the trend starter, but every platform sort of has its quirks and has its own tr own trends bubble up that we also want to be dialed into. So, you know, for us, it's all about being dialed into internet culture, pop culture. I think that's something a lot of the people on our team have in common is we just love internet culture. I feel like we all just tend to be pretty 
up to speed on things in just our own personal life. Um, I live and die by newsletters. I love an email newsletter. So I follow like two to four at any given time that are really just digests of internet culture. And they'll show you the top trending tweets of the week, the zeitgeist, what's going on in entertainment. And I read those every single day. And those to me are are super helpful. If I don't have a lot of time to just spend scrolling, I can just kind of get the highlights right away. and so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of just listening and being dialed in. And I think we're always sort of looking for that next trend that we might want to capitalize on. But, you know, every trend isn't right for our brand. So it, it's it's a lot of listening and very little action because you want to be really strategic about when you're you're moving on those moments. And so I always think of social trends kind of like waves. It's like we're always, it's, it's hard to have patience, but you're kind of waiting for that next wave to come along. That's a little bit better for you and maybe, you know, a better experience. So um, that's sort of our, our mindset is just to, to, to lie low, take it all in, and then we'll act when the moment feels right. What are your, some of your favorite newsletters? Yeah. If, if you're willing to share. Sure. Um, internet brunch is a great one. I believe it's out of big spaceship in New York city, which is an agency. Um, theirs is really great. I follow embedded. Um, and then daily dot has an awesome one as well. So they will keep you busy. I feel like every time I sort my email inbox by unread, I have about 20 newsletters to go through. So I try to like, you know, if I haven't, if I haven't caught up for the week, I block off an hour or two to read through them because it's a lot, but, um, those are, those are probably my favorites. So I'm curious. Um, I also love newsletters by the way. I, but I have this tendency to go through like these weird fits and spurts with them where like, I'm like, I need to subscribe to all the things. And then I like feel totally overwhelmed. Like what you just said about 20 unread newsletters, like already my palms started to sweat. Um, so I would then unsubscribe and then resubscribe again. So sorry to everybody's um, email newsletter mess, uh, metrics that I have messed up from that. Um, but <laughs> Aside from that, I'm curious, um, Allison, what is your content creation process like then? Because again, not to hammer the drama of how you have such a small team, but I think it's just Daniel and I are both so curious how you do so much with such a lean team, because what you're doing is really, really impressive and it's really robust and it's so customized. So what is your actual content creation process? Obviously you mentioned, you know, looking at trends and seeing which is right for Reddit, but How do you actually go through the process of creating content? Yeah, so we, yeah, we're definitely lean. I think because we've always been lean and I was, I was a one person team for about two and a half years at my time at Reddit. So to us, this is always, all we've ever known is just how to be resourceful and scrappy. And so I think because we have that mindset, we go into every single week, just sort of ready to take on whatever and help out in any way that we can. Um, In terms of our editorial planning, we do sort of a mix of proactive and reactive. So once a month we meet as a team, we talk about the month ahead, we go through national holidays, events, the Grammys, whatever it is that's coming up and kind of figure out, do we want to activate against this? If so, what do we want to do? Start to just sort of plant the seeds of sort of, okay, what do we have going on and what do we need to plan for in advance? Um, I would say that's around 20 to 30% of our content. We also leave you know, a good chunk of of the rest of our content or sort of real estate on our profiles to what's trending on Reddit, because that obviously also moves very quickly. And we want to have space for things that are indexing on our own platform and get them out on our channels before they're sort of captured by every other profile that you follow, which is 
you know, a lot of people are taking content off Reddit. So it's, it's a pretty fast game you're trying to play. Um, and then I would say the third sort of pillar for us is that more trend jacking real time. We see something trending on Twitter. We just want to push a tweet out aligned with it. Um, so yeah, it's not a perfect science. It changes a little bit each month, just depending on what we have going on. Um, for example, with TikTok, we, we sat down and we baked out probably 40 different TikTok video concepts as our content calendar. We thought, you know, this is boom, boom, boom. We know exactly what we're going to post every single day for the next three months. And then we posted the place video and we saw that people really wanted more place content. So we've just shifted everything back to sort of accommodate this demand for more place. So I think it's also just about being really nimble and, you know, meeting people where they are and sort of listening to what your followers want to see and being flexible about giving that to them, even if it's not totally aligned with what you have scoped out for the month. So is your is your work all, uh, I wouldn't say consumer, but all sort of Reddit Reddit user focused, or do you, is there sort of a B2B, the advertiser community, the, the, the partnership community, uh, do you, is that a different sets of channels? Is that different kind of content? Does it only live on LinkedIn? Yeah. So we do, we have a Reddit for business social program, which is primarily on LinkedIn. And that's really geared towards reaching advertisers or potential advertisers, um, to, you know, work with us on Reddit. So that is primarily LinkedIn. We are exploring some expansions around that to other profiles and platforms. Um, we also have Reddit UK, which is a, a recent, you know, international expansion for us. Um, and I would say those Twitter and Instagram channels are a little bit more of a hybrid of B2C and B2B. So we do a mix of kind of what you would find on our main Reddit property. So a lot of photos and videos from Redditors, what have you, but also a lot of partnerships. So right now we're doing a, a huge partnership with Love Island, which is where Reddit is sort of their premier platform for Love Island discussions, post-episode recaps, AMAs with contestants. Um, and if you look at our Reddit UK channels, you'll see a lot of Love Island. So we're kind of figuring out the mix of that balance for each. Um, and we're trying to you know make sure that every, every sort of initiative that we have going on at Reddit has a place on social, if that's sort of a right fit for them and that they have have a channel that they can lean on. So I'm just curious because you do so much and you have so many big campaigns and there's so much happening and you're on so many channels. What are some of your personal favorite campaigns that you've done on behalf of Reddit? Yes. Well, not necessarily a individual campaign, there is definitely a period of time that I'm especially proud of. Um, I think I'll start talking about it and I'm sure you'll, you'll know what I'm, I'm speaking to, but early last year, we watched as a subset of our users, we're going toe to toe with wall street, um, inciting a social media and news frenzy. Um, at the time, I remember it was the last week of January and social chatter was just skyrocketing. Um, Mentions were flooding in, and it was just becoming increasingly obvious that this was a huge moment. So at the time, I'm a team of one. My manager is out on parental leave. And I just remember having this fleeting feeling of just being frozen by the position that we're in. Um, but I think any you know social leader will probably tell you that one of the key aspects of being successful is the ability to not only act quickly, but also with confidence. So I had no choice, but to sort of ignore that fear and trust my gut. So I'm, you know, drinking out of the fire hose, trying to keep up with the conversations. And I wanted to say something on behalf of the brand 
lest this moment pass us by, which I think we all know that they always do. Moments come and they, they go just as quickly and you really want to get in while you can um, because those opportunities are fleeting. So um, we're at the crescendo of, of Wall Street bets and I quickly push out a somewhat breaking of the fourth wall style tweet that simply says, can't wait to explain this week to my therapist, um, which is something that I was feeling personally at that time. Like I was like, this is, this is crazy. She, Dr. Todd will never understand what's going on. It's going to take me two sessions to get through this. Um, but also represented, I think what our company users and also just bystanders were, were feeling, which is like, yes, this is clearly a huge cultural event, but we have yet to really understand its impact. I think we're all still making sense of it. And that humanization really let some air back into the room of like, we're also wrapping our heads around this. We're, we're no more sort of up to speed than you are. Um, and so I think that tweet ended up, it ended up doing really well. It had, I think, around 800,000 likes um, and is still like our top performing social post of all time across any channel. And it was truly drafted and sent within minutes. Um, so I would say that is something I'm really proud of is just that that you know gut instinct and intuition to feel like I know what I want to say and I know how to sort of get some air back into this conversation and also just have a little bit of fun with this moment ourselves um, because we won't have these all the time. You know, when you're a brand, it's like you're sort of always waiting for that that big fish and when it happens, you, you definitely want to feel like you have that agency to sort of act on it. Um, so a week after this, we continued to build on this momentum with our first ever Super Bowl commercial. Um, it was a, a five second ad that came together in five days. Again, every, everything at Reddit is scrappy and resourceful. So we, we always move quickly. Um, and it was a micro spot, which is, I think, a new term sort of within the marketing world. But it was a, a JPEG of 11 lines of text um, acknowledging the, the Redditors behind the Wall Street bets debacle, but also positioning Reddit as an underdog itself among big spending advertisers. Um, very David and Goliath feeling. So I think it, you know, I think all in all between the social content and our, our Super Bowl ad, it was sort of this like simple message and delivery of just anything can happen when people come together, which I think most people sort of resonate with. Yeah. Hats off to that that comment because I mean like the internet literally did explode that week almost I mean like it was with the GameStop stock and like things exploding uh that was beautiful timing that was a really beautiful timing it was a time to be alive for sure I'll, I will never forget it I think it will truly always feel like a highlight of my career was getting to be in the front lines of that situation and, and just to be along for the ride I think it's just a great case study too. And in, in, I mean, brands should feel somewhat safe occasionally breaking that fourth wall. Like it doesn't need to be the, it's a community, right? And you can, you can show, you know, vulnerability or, or humility, uh, with, with measure. It's a great case study. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure just in case listeners don't quite have context for this, basically just go, go to Reddit and look up GameStop stock and follow the whole uh, threads from there uh, because it was something like basically and um, Allison if I'm remembering this correctly whilst basically people were taking Wall Street bets off of Redditors forecasting there was kind of a little bit of hijacking I want to say like maybe some inflation happening basically it was a lot of Wall Street things happening that uh, GameStop GameStop 
uh, shares shot through the roof unexpectedly and it just caused all sorts of chaos. But basically, Allison handled it beautifully from a brand perspective. That's uh, the TLDR version. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that is um, absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, Allison, genuinely, thank you so much for being on today. Like, I cannot tell our listeners enough to go follow everything that you and the team are doing because it is really, really fantastic. It's such a masterclass in knowing your audience, knowing how to create social content for your audience in, in creating content, even as you have explained so eloquently on this show changing what you're doing to meet their demands as well. So everybody, please go follow um, Reddit everywhere. And Allison, where can everybody follow you? Yeah, I'm on pretty much all the socials, which is to be expected. Um, my handle is Allie Day every day. It's been my handle for like 12 years. So um, you can find me there. Um, you can yeah, follow Reddit at Reddit, which is much a, a much simpler handle to seek out. And yeah, thank you for the time. This was awesome. So excited to, to be a guest on Social Pros and again, huge fan of the work you all do. So this has been such a joy. Well, thank you very much. This has been an absolute joy for us as well. But of course, since you are a listener of the show, you know that we can't let you go without asking you the final two questions that we have asked every single guest of this show. So Allison, you already know what they are, but are you ready for the big final two? Let's do it. All right, Allison, question number one. If you could give advice, a piece of advice to anybody who wants to become a social pro, what would it be? Yeah. I mean, one of the things I've learned in my time as being both the hiring manager and people leader is that you know there are areas you can teach and there are areas that you can't or are at least very hard to. You can always become more seasoned in analytics, listening, community management, what have you. But I would say what makes a really great social pro is all of the other stuff. And for me, that's wit, definitely, first and foremost, um, empathy, creativity, timing, which is a big one, intuition. For lack of a better word, it's an it factor that I think a lot of us are always looking for in candidates. So for people just starting out, I would suggest that they really lead with that. Try to showcase what makes you you and worry less about sort of, you know, knowing the ins and outs of every single product because those are one, very teachable, and two, they're, they're changing anyways. So um, I think it's sort of just leading with that, you know, whatever it is that makes you unique and sets you apart from the pack. And I think that the good thing about that is everyone has something and, and it's all about sort of leaning into to your strengths. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. If you don't have the heart for it, then no matter how much you learn and try to do it, it's just not, not really going to work. So absolutely. All right, Allison, question number two. If you could have a video call with any living person, who would it be? Yeah, I know exactly who it would be. It would be Larry David. Um, I'm a huge Larry <laughs> David fan. Um, I would, I'd give anything to have a video call with him. I know he would have a terrible time, but I would have a great time. And that's all that matters. I think he would have an amazing time. Also, I guarantee you, he has to be a Redditor, right? You know, one can, one can dream. I, I feel like he has to be. He has to be Redditor. I just feel, I don't know. I feel it. He's well, he's welcome. Like if he's not, he's welcome anytime. I'm, I'm sure our users would welcome him with open arms. I'm um, picturing I a uh, Larry David meme circulating soon on yes. Reddit socials. So yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, we've, we've done some like Curb Your Enthusiasm related content before. So it's, it's, it's there if you look for it. Yeah. I was going to say that would either be like the most hilarious conversation or 
um, the most awkward conversation, I think, based on which, however, Larry David shows up that day. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, exactly. you know, based on like Kirby enthusiasm, I bet he would be really fun. He seems like a very fun personable uh, person out of character. So. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, well, I am hoping you get that call. I'm going to uh, manifest that for you. Um, but in the meantime, Allison, thank you so much again for being on. This really was a genuine delight. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us about all things Reddit and how you do fantastic social. Sure. Anytime. Thank you. And Social Pros listeners, thank you for joining us again this week as well. Um, as always, we will come back to you next week with another round of amazing insights um, on what we hope is your favorite podcast in the whole wide world, Social Pros. Social Pros.